Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. Mm-hmm. Matt Eberflus going to the Bears. Oh shit! So, getting some movement around the league. Hackett Flus, that coach DC job open. About to go out there interview. Definitely not. <laughs> nah. Big Fangio. That's who you want to see out there? Big Fangio. That'll be a great high for the Colts. That defense. He's shoot, especially that front seven. I know he could do some things with that front seven. So um mm-hmm. I like that move. Chris Ballard. Big Fangio. Big Fangio, man. You heard it here first. Heard it from AB. I go, I go interview for the job, for the coordinated job. I got some good pieces. Got to get me a corner early. Get you a corner. Get you an edge rusher. Yep. Just uh, drafted Quitty Pay last year. Yep. First round. He had a he had a solid solid rookie year in and out with some injuries, but um. Nah, he had a real good. Nah, he had a real good year. Yeah. As a poor rookie, um, but yeah, man, we got we got we got a lot going on. Um, so about my man, congrats, man, got the the GM job up there in Minnesota. So we're gonna talk. God is one of your guys. One of my guys, man. One of my guys. So that's good to see. Happy for him, man. So we got have a good show, man. Good show. Yeah, and obviously championship weekend, champion Borough. Mahomes, I can't. Uh, we're gonna talk about that one. Um, 
and obviously Jimmy G and uh Matt Stafford over there in the NFC. My man D Buck going around the world standing on the table for Jimmy G. <laughs> hey man, so I somebody somebody gotta, gotta do it, man. Somebody gotta do it. So the only quarterback you got left, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I guess you gotta stand on the table to make sure you're right, huh? Nah, you know, I'm just you know, I just see a lot, I just see a lot of disrespect, you know. I don't feel like I'm saying anything crazy. I don't. I'm not saying he's the greatest quarterback in the world. I mean, you saying you I did. Mean, you said it's probably only like three quarterbacks that you would I take. Eight. I said eight. You know, oh. I said eight because <laughs> you went. Oh. You wouldn't name him. <laughs> oh. So. Yeah, we go. We go. We go. Talk about it. But uh, I actually jumped on. Uh, you know, Croc Eric Crocker. Uh, I know who he is now. I don't know him though. Okay. Yeah, so Croc, you know, he he doing his thing on, on YouTube and on um, the podcast space as well. And um big 49ers guy. So I jumped on his uh his show yesterday. He had like a fan call in. Oh man, he was going at it. But um shout out to Jimmy G, man, the second NFC championship. It's gonna be a good one. Um, I think it's gonna be a good championship weekend. We're coming off the hills of the best football weekend all year. Um, your guy Burrow. Uh, I'm very excited to see. Uh, him on this stage. Um, obviously, these two teams matched up back in week seventeen. Shit, he been What's doing that? it. I mean, the playoffs. Yeah, he, he ain't been in the AFC Championship. Man, in Arrowhead. <laughs> okay, so then yeah. okay, he he does well here. Or oh, we can see if he can do it on this stage. Like, oh, like I, I expect, I expect greatness from the young man. That's all he's shown up to this mm -hmm. point. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. I, right. I, I expect greatness from the young fella, man. But uh. What else we got, man? We got man. GM hires, some head coaching hires. Big Ben retired. Um, Sean Payton retired. Sean Payton retired. That's what. Yeah, he retired. I think. I think we'll see him. Great back. move by him, man. Get out of there, then go to Dallas. <laughs> man. Great move, but look, man, we're gonna talk about that, man. We can put this intro on, man, and then uh, y'all get ready. Yes, sir. We got um, we got your drop. Your drop happened yesterday. But yeah, the 26. Yeah, yeah. Better yourself. And we should have had that video on him, man. But um, we still got this dunk in here. We'll be back on the other side. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yo, yo, man, man. So let's, let's 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 jump into it. Like you said, championship weekend, AFC, AFC, Cincinnati Bengals, Kansas City Chiefs, and Arrowhead. Two young quarterbacks, you know, top top quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, I'm going with the dog. Damn, we jumping right into it. We jumping right into it. What we waiting on? What we waiting on? I'm going with the we dog. Right Somebody asked if I'm gonna jump off that um, off that we, that Borgo train. Nah, I'm 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 a rock with it. You know, 
uh, Patrick Mahomes, a great quarterback, um, Kansas City, favorite in this game, as you can see right there. Um, Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, offense is phenomenal. They can put points up on the board. Um, I'm just yeah. staying with, with who I'm rocking with. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd. Um, I'm going with them, man. I, I'm just I'm just crossing my fingers, and you know I do my 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 morning meditation, man. And uh -huh. I'm just I'm praying that the Cincinnati Bengals old line. Man, hey, I'm scared for that. I'm scared. I'm scared about that. You know, but I'm going. I'm going with the Bengals, man. I'm going with Joe Burrow, man. Joe Burrow, second year in the league, man. He gonna be in the Super Bowl, man. Special. So if you, you know, if you're gonna bet on, because I'm taking the Niners on the NFC side, since we gonna jump right into it. I'm going with the Niners. So uh, if you wanted to bet on that correct Super Bowl matchup on FanDuel right now, that's plus nine hundred. If you think both of those teams gonna win. You bet a hundred dollars, you'll make nine hundred on that matchup. Um, outright, the Bengals. You got the Bengals going. That's plus eight fifty. Now, is this winning Super Bowl betting? Outright betting? It might be winning. Yeah, I mean, you saw you saw Joe Burrow. You saw him go toe to toe with Mahomes already this year, and um, you know they were down. Back was against the wall. Burrow did his thing, man, and he's done that in, in every gotta have it situation. Let me go back to when we had the conversation about, you know, Herbert Burrow. And I jumped out there. I said, hey, if this draft was done over again. You lied. I forgot how I finished it. but uh, You lied. It, it you, was, sat, uh, you sat on the man-to-man -man pod and lied that day. I didn't take you as a liar, but you sat on this podcast and you lied to the people. <clears throat> What I said at the what I said at that point was Herbert would be the number one guy. It would be a consensus. And you lied. And I was wrong. I didn't lie. You lied. I was wrong. <laughs> you told that I, lie on that. Yeah, that's wrong. I was, I was man, man podcast. You lied to the people. Do we still have? Yeah, we still had it. Yeah, we can take AB off this people. one. This is just me. I was I was <laughs> dead ass wrong about this one. Okay, uh, it's not a consensus. It's a debate, a real debate. And Burrow, um, you know, he's showing. It's, I mean, special man. He got he got his ass beat last week, nine sacks, uh, from that Tennessee Titans front, and uh, you know, still stood in there, threw for three forty, made the the go ahead play to Jamar Chase, um, to set up the game winning field goal, and uh, you know, he's done it all year on every level. It's nothing nothing bad you can say about that guy. Top five in my book in the league. Herbert is as well, but uh, top five guy. I'm excited, man, to see him on this stage. This is Mahomes and Andy Reid's fourth straight AFC championship. That's, I mean, that's impressive. That's, that's unbelievable, impressive. especially during this time. You know, I think, um, you know, the Buffalo Bills did it back. You know, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith. Um, but to be, you know, four back to like. You know, back-to-back -back AFC championships, man, that's very impressive with the free agency, how that goes, to be able to um, continuously come out with a great product. But, um, but yeah, you know, they 
doing some playing some great ball and you can't knock it then obviously the way they uh won the game last week against the bills um the Bengals know the, the Bengals know they're in a heavyweight match this this weekend for sure they're in a heavyweight match so um if if the Bengals got to go get OG Willie Anderson man to come in and um <laughs> and, and, and do some hey facts for that for that Bengals old line but hey we 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 have a chance we if Bull was not big, back there running around crazy we have a chance we now is we uh you been with your guy you been with your guy all year though I can't I can't knock it man but um I'm excited man like I said four in a row it, I mean it's every time you think you know Mahomes Andy Reid are out of it they make a play and part of that part of a big part of the success obviously is Eric being and me and him not getting a head coaching job over that's what you that's why you said it's so hard to do it you know around this in this day and age because coaches move on coaches you know they have a great year they go get head coaching jobs um players obviously move around much more free agency um so yeah it, it's impressive and and being to be not getting the job has actually helped obviously the Chiefs a ton I think as well but um it's gonna be exciting man but I, I think the Chiefs are gone I think the Chiefs are gone advance yeah. to another Super Bowl yeah. I mean it's just it's, what, what what do the Chiefs need to do um to win this game obviously um the same thing the Titans did you know as far as getting you know making Burrow <laughs> It's crazy to say uncomfortable because he still, you know, went off. But, um, you know, hit him as, as, as much as possible. And on the back end, because, I mean, they gave up. They won the game, but they gave up 36 points. And they gave up a touchdown, wide open touchdown with 13 seconds left on the clock. So they damn near, they tried their best to trick that game off last week against the Bills. So I definitely got to tighten some things up on the back end, um, you know, in that defense because Chase, Higgins, Boyd, uh, the tight end mixing burrow now, like that's what i said they have a lot more weapons than than the bills uh yeah yeah but i mean it kind of balances off though because josh allen with what he's able to do with his legs that just adds a whole another huh? dynamic to that offense huh? you know what i mean but um but yeah a lot of weapons a lot of weapons and then you know, on the other side chief side offensively kelsey and hill those two, those try and true, man. So you got to take the Bengals gonna have to take those two away. But what do you think uh the Bengals recipe for success is gonna be? They gotta be efficient on the with the run game, man. They gotta be able to run the ball with Joe Mixon. I think that's very important. Um, not only do you control the game, control the line of scrimmage, you control the clock, and you keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Um, and then what you run in the game that opens up the play action. And you know he loved to take his shots down the field. Um, and again, when you have Jamal Chase, you got Boyd, you got Higgins, you got three down the field threats that you have to focus on. Where I say, you know, with with Buffalo, you know, you had Davis, you got you got Diggs. Those are really your two down the field threats. Yeah. Um, you know, Cole Beasley, he's gonna work intermediate. Um, and you got Knox that you know does some does some good things as well. But mm -hmm. when you look at the Bengals, their structure on the outside is just totally different than what the Bills were. And the Kansas City Chiefs, as you can see, you know, obviously one of their leader was out, but they going they had troubles in the secondary. So if I got three guys that can push that can push down the field, um, and we've seen it all year, either one of those guys can go off. 
Um, mm-hmm. But again, I think it starts with being able to run the ball, um, control the line of scrimmage, and control that clock, keeping keeping Mahomes on the um, on the sideline. I think they have a good recipe to win. And then really, really, what's really important is is winning on third down, being able to convert. Um, on third down, keep the ball, keep they the ball. Big plays on third down. Last um, time they played, yeah, and, and you got to stay out of that third and long. Third and twenty six, mm-hmm. um, third and thirteen. Yeah. Um, that that that's gonna be tough. You that, that's a that's a tough way to um to really be you know asking your quarterback to convert these these um these long down and distances. So running the ball and being successful early, on the early downs would be good for the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. For sure. And that um, I don't want to say got bailed out because they made a play, you know, and it's, it's what they've been doing all year. That Burrow to um, chase on third 27, third 27. And that, let's talk about this. Matter of fact, we, we jumped on the spaces. We talked about it a bunch last week. Just situational football. Uh, third 27. Spags decided to go all out blitz, you know, cover zero and leave. Who was it? Ward? Yeah, it was Ward. Yeah, Ward, who was on chase one on one all game pretty much and obviously chase was winning that matchup um but you go zero at that point what's your philosophy in that situation like third and long um and i think it was kind of similar to the situation in uh with tampa and 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 the rams where you're trying to keep them out of field goal range because they were in a position where they just needed 10 15 yards set up a good field goal uh what's your philosophy as as a play caller or as a player like what do you want called which way would you go with it um (laughs) I would assume you wouldn't go zero at that point, but I could be wrong. Um, you zero is tough, but you got to send pressure. Um, again, um, as a D coordinator, if I'm calling the plays, I can't sit back in zone if all they need is 10 to 15 yards um, for a field goal. And again, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about just game situations and what the offense, um, what they need. So I, I am sending pressure. I'm not sending zero, uh, a, a zero blitz, but I am sending pressure, whether it's a um some type of exotic five six man pressure but i i have to send pressure because i just can't send a full man pressure let the quarterback sit there sit back there and let the um the receivers find holes in the defense so i am sending pressure and hopefully i can you know knock the get a sack knock them out of field goal range um so i am sending pressure deep all right i respect it and it and if, if you do some if you do some pressure zero for me as a former corner if you were blitzing safety or nickel or whatever whoever man damn the disguise get your ass on the line of scrimmage and that ball snap you take off because if we send it they were they sent one more than they could than they could pick up and i think the same thing happened in the rams game as well but if that quarterback a veteran quarterback or should even in this case burrow he's gonna get back and get that ball up so if you are pressuring get up to the line as close as possible Damn the disguise at that point. Don't let the disguise, you know, be the detriment to that defense. But um, all week, man, all weekend, should I say, every game was decided um, on its last play. But if you look at the actual game, all, they were all go-to players. Like, they were all, like, game records, essentially. We, we go over every Wednesday. We come in there. We say, all right, A.B., you know, we playing the Chiefs this week. The game records are Travis Kelsey. Tyreek Hill, like we got to take care of them. Offense will be all right. Jamar Chase with the Bengals, um, Debo Samuel with the 49ers. Like these are the game in every game. The other team allowed that best player to advance the ball and put him in field goal range or score a touchdown. Like uh, I, 
I, I don't get that. I don't know what it is at this point. I feel like that was something we went over thoroughly in, in meetings, and you see it week in and week out. These guys getting either one-on-one -on -one matchups or just getting left wide open in these situations, man. Did you like what do you yeah. make of that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta lace up your shoes and you gotta you gotta strap up. You know what I mean? Especially you know if the defensive coordinator um, decides to call you know a, a, a pressure. I mean, we can't do too much. <laughs> can't do too much about that. You know what I mean? Whereas throughout the throughout the process of the game, though, I definitely feel as though it's situations where you gotta you gotta make the make the offense opposing offense play left handed. Where you gotta take away a Tyreek Hill, gotcha. you gotta take away a Travis Kelsey. But like when you say like when it's a, a time in the game, a pivotal time in the game where we gotta go after this quarterback. Hey, I know I can't hold your hand. Um, on this one. so it's gonna be some it's gonna be some plays throughout the game where you gotta you gotta man up and it gotta be mano a mano but throughout the duration of the game man. you definitely gotta take the big the big time players out out of the game you you got to man and, and those gotta have the situation you just got and that's a big reason why the 40 we had jimmy ward on here he talked about how they took away 17 and um that that's the name of the game you look at the Bengals game burrow gets the ball back he throws a deep out route and two man like a regular ass two man called a chase. They set up the game winning field goal. Jamar Chase, you can't, you, we got to double him in that situation. Rams, Bucks, final drive of the game. Cooper Cup, offensive player of the year. He makes two big throws, not double on any one of them. Um, Chiefs, Kelsey and Hill, like e literally every game, Debo on the third and seven, which was a run play, but you know, Every game, like you said, you got to make him beat your left hand. You saw that's what Belichick did for two decades. Like, hey, we're gonna take this guy away. You got to beat us with somebody else. But um, teams ain't doing it, man. We'll see if it happens championship weekend. Um, the Chiefs kind of did it, I guess. You know, Gabriel Davis went off for four touchdowns. Uh, a yeah. lot of people talk about Stephon Diggs stat sheet, you know, but he was still and affecting I, the defense. And, right, and I said it. I said it. The, <laughs> I said it during the game. I said I know. I see a lot of people talking about. Stefan Diggs not being a, um, a factor in his game, but trust me, he was. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of eyes on um, on 14 that was able to let Gabriel Davis have one-on-one -on -one coverage and um, get make a lot of money. <laughs> so yeah. he made a lot of money that game. You know what I'm saying? So um, <clears throat> even though, you know, he probably would have loved to have Stefan Diggs with more catches, more touches, but he did, he did play a factor in that game. Damn right. All right, before we get to uh to the next one, cover go over some other news real quick since we jump right into it. Um, the coaches, uh, we have had two spots filled now. Nathaniel Hackett was the first domino. Uh, Bears just hired Matt Eberflus. Uh, been hearing reports for the last few days about um Leftwich and Jay Jaguars. Yeah, so um, how to make that happen. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't, you know, gone through. Obviously, he played there. Um, and, you know, I think that's a rebuild. In, in my opinion, like, I I want, and this is personal, I want black coaches to go to good opportunities, good coaching. Just not any coaching opportunity, but good ones, because black coaches historically don't get the same opportunity or the leeway to continue to, you know, implement their culture and, and get it right on track. Like, Steve Wilkes, we talked about this before. He went out there in Arizona and, you know, he, he was dealt the worst hand he could have been dealt and got axed after one year. Caldwell still don't have a job. So, like, 
I like the fact that he does have a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, but um, I, I hope they're patient and they give him the, the, the resources that he'll need um, down there if, if they do um, pull that trigger on that hire. Agreed with you. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, but Leftwich, man, go, go, go get that, go get that job, man. Go get that job. Got some good young talent down there. Um, I think um, as the owner, Khan, he has to be um real with the situation. You got to give whoever the new head coach is. You got to give him time to uh to 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 get his culture and get his foundation in that building. So um, I would love to see it. I think it will play good with the fan base. Obviously, you know, B. Leftwich being a former player out there at Jacksonville, playing the quarterback position, leading that team. Um, when they were last, really um, a very, very competitive, competitive team, him um, leading them out there. I, don't know, I guess David Garrod, they had him. He had a competitive. Yeah, team. Garrod had him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but nah, man, um, I, love, I love to see it. I love to see it. Yes, sir. So looking at these jobs, Broncos, or oh, that's field, um, Raiders, Jaguars, Vikings, Bear, Bears is field now, Dolphins, Giants, Texans, and now the Saints. If you were a head coach, which one of these jobs would you want? Um, I'm either going to I, I want to go to Minnesota um or the Saints. Yeah. Ooh, Saints with that money situation. Money or the uh or Minnesota the Saints. Okay. Um those are those are the two um coaching jobs I would want. How about you? Minnesota, um, because of you know, you got a quarterback, you got Kurt, and you're tied to him for at least another year. You got Cook, you got Jefferson, you know. You got Thielen still there. So you got weapons on offense. And then on defense, you got some leadership and some, some high-level players where I think Anthony Barr's a free agent. You still got Kendrick. You got Smith. Um, got to address the corner situation. But you got pieces out there in Minnesota. And if you look around that division, especially if A-Rod take off, it, it's a winnable division. So there. And then um, Miami wouldn't be a bad job either. Miami, not only for the football stuff, but, you know, quality of life um so minnesota and miami but uh speaking of minnesota right right i'm about to jump in that right now yeah quest adolfo mensa as their new gm um young young brother um i was able to spend some time with him when um, i was in san francisco when he was on the staff and uh very smart very smart went to uh went to princeton um went to princeton went to stanford um no very small guy knows what he talking knows what he's talking about as far as on the football side but also front office side when you're talking numbers when you're talking you know bringing a team together um yeah. past two years he was out there in cleveland <clears throat> when i got buried so um so very excited to see um see this move see this transaction another young brother african-american being able to to sit in the front office and make some 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 crucial decisions so i think he's going to do a hell of a job up there um yeah. in minnesota even this picture right here man this is this is an important picture you know representation that's why people that's why you know we talk about it so much and why it's so important like he's standing there right now with andrew berry who's a, a young bright gm in this league and now you know He's getting his own opportunity, and you mentioned his um 
his path he has a very very unique path you know coming from the finance world um into the football world like you said economics degree at princeton got his master's in economics at stanford then went on to become a uh, portfolio manager at taylor woods capital had several wall street ventures then he was football ops with the niners where you guys cross paths browns and now um a couple of days ago named and hired as a vikings general manager so um man it's a hell of a resume hell of a story you know i hope it obviously works out interested to see who he hires who they hire out there for the head coach mm -hmm. uh, but i think that's a good like a, we we both i think we both have minnesota on there that's, that's gonna be a good landing spot for somebody yeah oh. somebody <clears throat> and i know we got somebody in the chat that was mourning yesterday when sean payton stepped away man he looked at that that balance sheet looked at Taysom hill said i'm out of here yeah um small move man get out of there then he go to he'll sign with dallas jerry jones drop that bag on his front porch <laughs> hey come on to dallas coach this team man we get uh mike mccarthy up out of here so i like the move man i like the move and i know saints fans they're gonna even be more sicker when they see the news pop up across sports center sean payton with a uh, star on his hat he'll have his jordan deal over there he has some fresh jays out there so hey, hey be swagger the sideline on the sideline so sean payton baby go get that money man get that team where they supposed to be man shout, shout out to sean payton man um unfortunately i didn't have much success against the saints now that i think about it i may not have beat them it might be oh and two or oh and three my career against them. i know you guys um my rookie year Y'all lost to the Super Bowl too, and that Tracy Porter pick. So I know you probably hate seeing them Super Bowl pictures. But yeah, uh, Sean man. Payton. Go ahead. Damn Hank Basket. <laughs> hey man, it's a game. I know it's some plays in there. What was a play in that game? Hank you feel like you could have made oh that would have changed just, that game. It was that, that probably nobody else in here even would know or stand it out. Was, it was two plays um i remember like it was yesterday he threw he threw a uh pass to to shock breeze drew breeze threw a pass to shocky um overthrew him i'm breaking on the ball um it would have been a, it would have been a, a tough a tough catch but you I were breaking on, you were breaking on shocky i was breaking on shocky yeah yeah i was breaking on shocky and it was you know it would have been a, a tough catch, but that definitely feel though that's a play that I, I could have made and I should have made. And I think that would have been we would definitely score points on that just based off where we was at um on the field. And then um it was on a screenplay. Um what's my guy name? Uh, running back. Uh, Thomas. Uh, Thomas. Screenplay to Thomas, and I missed the tackle. Um and he scored. So those are two plays in the game that I feel as though I should have made, um, mm -hmm. could have made, and I think that would have been, you know, um, had some impact on the game. Every every play, every game, you know, we all go back, and I feel like that's the first thing we do individually. I know it was that I did. Like, damn, I should, you know, regardless of how the game is, it's always going to be those big plays that stand out. The, the onside kick that's you know that's what everybody's gonna remember for that super bowl the pick six from tracy porter uh but it's always plays you know kind of in that fold and nobody even talk about or stand out and be like damn i could have made that i could have made that pick i could have fell on that fumble 
Mm -hmm. strip the sack instead of just hitting them. Like it's always those different things. So that's why we as players always say, hey, we win as a team, we lose as a team. But um, and that's why we want to hear about no damn coin flip either. Nah, definitely don't want to hear about that. (laughs) Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And the, and the touch on that. I see... Um Chris Long, we should have we should have put that up. We should have had Tom put that up. Um, Chris Long had a scenario oh, yeah. um, for the a, a possible scenario for um, a new overtime rule where you have, you know, oh, uh, say you got you know you got from the last offenses, game, you got you got you got Kansas City, you got Kansas City offense and the Bills defense on one end. You got the Bills offense and Kansas City defense on the other end. Um, each would take turns, alternate running the um, running the play. Um, it sounds interesting, but I think there'll be a, a lot going on at the field at the same time. A whole lot. Um, and then I just don't like the fact that you know we're gonna run a play, then we got to chill for a little bit. Then you got to run another play. Uh, I, I I don't. I'm not a a huge fan of that. Um, you know because again the game is about momentum you know what flow, i mean yeah and lower the game so it was definitely interesting though that's the only part that i i don't like about it but i think as far as a fan if you're in this if you're in the stadium and you're watching that and you see offensive defense down here offensive defense down there that could get you that could get you excited hell you know, yeah <laughs> but as a player i'm like damn like come on man let's get it back on this side but Interesting take though. Good take. It, it yeah, it was a good take. And I, I um I hit him when he um I think because he sent it to me. I hit him like, hey, you had to be high as shit when you came up with that, huh? And he mm-hmm. was like, nah, actually I wasn't, but uh logistically crazy. And like you said, as a player, you know, rhythm, you don't want that. But as a fan, I would like it. As a fan, I would like and it's a lot of people complaining about you know fairness and you know, ten of the last eleven people who won the, the coin toss have went on to win it. But you know, I, I I wouldn't mind if they leave the rules as they are. But if they did change it, that would definitely be exciting. It would be completely different. So I don't see it happening. But um, it's good good to talk about. Good to think about. Yeah, yeah. Be fun. Um, man, we well, got another. Go ahead. No, nah, yeah, just just one more. Just say, even off the field. Just because I know I got a lot of. Um, friends from Louisiana, and um, we all remember Hurricane Katrina and, and how tragic that was, um, and the impact that that team 
in that Sean Payton, when you, you know, head coach, even Drew Brees, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Drew Brees, but in that time, um, you know, they, they did a lot of good things for, for that state in New Orleans. So, um, shout out to Sean Payton once again, man. Happy for him. And he, re he reached out to me personally a few years ago, just randomly. So, um, I appreciate him for that as well. Cool cat. Well, well we're talking about GMs and hirings. We got the new GM out there in Chicago as well, Ryan Poles. Mm -hmm. Ryan Poles. And it's 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 crazy how um you know time turned where you know Ryan Poles was undrafted to the Chicago Bears, I think, in 2008. Okay. Yeah, undrafted player out there, undrafted rookie out there in Chicago in 2008. So now he sits at the top as a new GM out there, man. So, so good luck to you as well, Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles, he just hired his um head coach. Went yeah. defensive, went defense. Uh, Nagy, it's offensive guy, didn't work out. Now you uh you have a young quarterback that you need to mold. And I mean, like I said, that division, I feel like if, Ro if Rodgers leaves, you know, that division is, is open for the taking. Somebody to take control of that. Chicago, you know, that's that's a, that's one of the staple teams in the league. If Chicago's good, I think that's good for the league. It's a great sports city. So um, it's a big job, and I, I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see a former player get in there, do some things. So you see a player getting his opportunity. You see a guy coming from finance, getting his opportunity. There's so many different ways to do that GM thing, too. There's no one way, um, you know, that you got to do it. And, and it's funny because most people think, like, the GM is, like, just a scout or, like, the best scout, essentially. Like, it's the top scout, and everybody kind of answers them. But uh, it was funny. I actually was talking to a pro personnel guy two years ago, and, um, you know, he, he was reaching out to me, wanted me to consult with him to teach him about, you know, football coverages, things like that. And he talking to him, he was like, us knowing football, honestly, like that's a, that's not even like really needed for our job. <laughs> and to me, I'm like, that sounded crazy to me. Like, what you mean? He's like, yeah, it's kind of a bonus, honestly. Like their job is to, you know, obviously finances and this, that, and the third and message, culture, communication, yeah. all that shit. But if you do know football, I think it, I think it helps. I think it's the reason why Ozzy Newsom it, 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 it helps really a goes. lot. <laughs> yeah, Pelichet. It helps a lot. Like, um, you know, Chris Ballard. But it, yeah, it, you know, that's surprising. It, when I heard it that. helps a lot. Um, if it I'm an owner, at the same time, <laughs> I'm an owner. One day we can put it out there in the in the atmosphere when we when, when, we own when you're team, an owner. When we own the team, mm -hmm. my GM is going to know football. If you're the guy that I'm counting on to make football decisions i need you to make i need you to know football i can't ask you to to depend on you know the people that you're hiring in the building obviously you want to lean on there and and, and 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 value their opinion but i need you as a guy making these decisions i need you to know ball fair, fair. I, I will i will i will have to agree i will have to agree you don't you don't need to necessarily play play right but um you know being around the game and no and it and it's not to say that you know just because you know football you'll be a gym because it is a lot of right. other things right. that go into it but i'm 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 100 with you and when he said it to me it shot it, it surprised me but then it kind of didn't because when i went on free agent visits um i remember 
I went to visit the the Washington football team. I went to visit the Bears one year. And um, I got talking to my agent. You know, you go to a visit and you talk to the agent about, all right, what's being said, what, what they're offering. And two times I was compared to the same uh, uh, the, the same player, like that was playing for another team. I'm like, bro, there's nothing, like nothing remotely similar about our games, but I'm compared to this guy. And I'm scratching my head. And I went and my agent's like, well, you guys have pretty close to the same statistics. So that's why you get and I'm like, and just looking at numbers. That's I'm it. like, that. That's the damn problem. That's we got yeah. gyms running teams like a damn fantasy team or money ball or some shit, and can't even watch the field. Because I mean, and I'll tell you the player when we get off air. It might have been a former teammate of yours, but I mean, wasn't remotely close to being a same player. Was it, but was uh, it, did you feel disrespected by the? Um... It wasn't that I felt disrespected because he. I felt he was a good player, and I'm sure yeah. you know a lot of good players, but. Hey, he not me. He don't. We don't. We don't bring the same thing to the table. You know what right, I mean? Right, There's right. certain things you're gonna get from him that I'm not gonna bring. It. He'll be better in the run game for you. Yeah. You know, uh, when it comes to making plays on the ball or communicating and doing it, I'm better in that aspect. So, like, man, it was. Uh, it, it was <laughs> that blew my mind, opened my eyes. And then when I talked to this dude last year, um, two years ago, this time is messing me up now. But um, yeah, that that yeah, it's. So, but I'm with you. No, yeah, we gotta know some ball. <laughs> we, we gotta know some ball. I know some ball. Um, and, and to piggyback on that, like if I'm the owner, I would want to have a, a talk with my GM and say, Hey, like, why did you choose to go after this guy in free agency or whatever the case may be? And I want you to be able to tell me, well, look, on film, you know, if we run in the three, four, we run three, four, if we are three, four team defensively. Um, and a lot of times, three, four, you know, our corners is, you know, a lot of times, man, or our, our um, you know, sometimes our linebackers got to cover a, a little more than, you know, four, three, where we're playing more zone or whatever the case may be. It's like, I want to be able to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to hear you talk me through why you making the decisions that you're making. Yeah. And not be like, well, um, my, my scouting department said X, Y, Z. Obviously, you got to lean on them. That's why they have their job. But. You know, you're the man that I'm gonna come to when we're not doing well, or if a player's not doing exactly. well, I'm coming to you to be like, why did you, you know, bring this guy in the building? I'm writing these checks for this guy. He over here stinking it up every Sunday. So big fact. Or even in like your situation, when you left in free agency, like some you need to know as because GMs also get caught up in this, looking at other players from other teams. And it's like, okay, this is what's being said about that guy. Let's go bring him from another team in free agency, pay him this amount of money, and then not even offer the guy in our building who we know all the intangible shit about on and off the field. We don't empower that guy. We go and get – so, like, it's a lot of things that I think um, – not think, I know are, are being handled, you know, wrong. And then other teams that you see – you know, doing it right. And it's no, it's no, you know, it's a thousand ways to skinny cat. But um right. when did that even become a saying? That's not even a good saying, but uh right. But yeah, you want to skin a cat, like yeah, you know what I mean? But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. But uh yeah. What else we got going on, man? Big Ben hung it up officially today. I think you had something to do with this Super Bowl run too. Nick, oh no, you wasn't there yet, Nick Harper. He ain't that old. Nah, Big Ben hung it up. That was a year before I got there. 
Yeah, you ain't, you ain't that old. Now he um did have much success against Drew Brees as a player. This guy used to torture us too, unfortunately. So uh, shout out to Big Ben though. Should Big be Ben, ballot Hall of Famer. I was just about to ask you that. Is Big Ben the first ballot Hall of Famer? No question. No question. Now his draft counterpart Eli Manning. A lot of people will go back and forth on that one. I think personally he'll be a first battle Hall of Famer too. Um, we might have talked about it on that. Did you agree with that or disagree with that? I think you might have um, I don't know if I agree with you on that. Uh, I, um, I think Eli will be a first ballot. Two Super Bowl victories, two Super Bowl MVPs, last name Manning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I do believe, but he was a he was a. A, a good quarterback, you know what I mean. And when you good talk about yeah. you, when you talk about quarterbacks in that era, you you got to mention Eli. You got to mention Eli. Yeah, you can't write you can't write that era of football without Eli. Without Eli, you know what I mean. And that's you know that's what you know throwing that gold jacket on. That's what it represents. Um. So yeah, I think Eli will be a first ballot as well. First ballot Hall of Famer again, like you said. Shout out Big Ben on a great career. Um. Shout out. So, got some um other news. Yay. Sanders. Hey, Shador Sanders and Coach Prime still putting on for the HBCU family, man. Uh, Jackson State's quarterback. Shador Sanders, obviously, son of legendary Deion Sanders. Um, signed it. I think this is Gatorade's first HBCU athlete. Um, signed to do uh Gatorade and um it's big it's big he signed a deal with Gatorade he signed a deal with Brady brand and um one more I can't think of but this this is uh what's your thoughts on this all right so I, I like it I like it I like it you know what I mean um again bringing bringing the attention bringing the eyes to the HBCUs um I would say obviously you know the relationship um between you know being Dion's son, I think it plays mm -hmm. a, a powerful um, part in these uh, in these deals. So I'm a play devil's advocate, right? If you're a player on Jackson State team, how do you feel about coach's son getting these big NIL deals? How you feel about that? And of course, like you know, and, and it's crazy because I seen Antonio uh, Cromartie. Um, tweet something like, "Yo, as players, you can't be pocket watching. You know what I'm saying? You just got to do what That's you fact. what you got to do." And I and I agree with that. But you know, real feelings, and it's just how it is. How you think some of the players feel about like, damn, he just getting yeah. his jump because he coaches it, son or whatever the case may okay. be. What you think? And, and Crow Crow played in the league for a while, right? So like that's we know that that's damn near rule number one when you walk into a locker and everybody making money in the locker room too. So yeah. that, but you you stay out of you know you stay out of the other man's pockets and you stay out of another man's house like that's you know that's that's rule number one in the locker room so in college with they're young men but kids it's different <laughs> like but uh I, I, if it was my teammate you know that's that's kind of nature of the beast not only is he prime son but he's a quarterback you know what i mean right. so just like with on alabama bryce young like nobody else on bama making a meal um and off the field endorsements even though they probably got 15 of the first round picks that's just not how it's gonna go so um i i wouldn't feel any type of way um you know i would hope you know at some point 
we get our little piece of the pie if i'm you know with all these big deals coming in you know you got travis hunter going out there and i want you to speak on him too because i saw a ranking that was kind yeah. of peculiarly travis hunter because i've been following this kid for a while now uh one of my boys in the group chat put 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 me on him and uh he was always number one number two recruit in his class they hating on that man and then last week i saw jackson number State, eight. travis hunt number eight i'm like and it and it caught my attention because it's, it's like since since he's since he agreed to go to jackson state like how many football games at that time he was number three <laughs> Yeah. He was number three, right? So, like, since then, how many games has this young man played since then to drop him from three to eight? And my the only thing I could think about is that oh, they're salty because he and he decided to go to Jackson State versus, you know, the other Florida State or Florida State. You know um, what I mean? So I'm like, I'm like, damn, this is what we doing again? Like you that, said, that, like that, from that's, up to this that's point, what they doing number, number one, number two, or number three. He decided to go to Jackson State, so now you want to say the man is the number eight recruit in the nation. Now it wouldn't have, yeah. that wouldn't have happened if he would have just, if he decided to go to Florida State, he'd probably still be the number one recruit. Yeah, exactly. State, X, Y, and Z it makes it it makes you look good for Florida State. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, we know what it is, man. Y'all, y'all grown grown folks, <laughs> man. I get that hate out your heart, man. We, we, we know exactly what it is, man. But salute the salute the prime. Uh salute to Jackson State. Salute to the whole HBCU uh scene. Got the HBCU combine coming up soon. It's on um, Saturday. Yes, sir. So that's that that's crazy. But now nah, I wouldn't, you know, I, I'd be happy for for Shador. Um Hold on, did somebody say hello? Hold on, what did I see? What did I see in here? Oh, yeah, Shiloh. Shiloh is on the team, too. He got yeah, another he, brother that plays safety. Yeah, he plays safety out there, but you know, transferred from South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. Uh, Dan Quinn confirms he is remaining in Dallas as a defensive coordinator after interviewing for multiple NFL jobs. So, he oh, basically Sean you know hit him up. <laughs> hey, I'll be there next year, bro. Hey, I'll be there. Hey, chill out for a little bit. Chill. Chill for a little bit. No, <laughs> so, but uh let me um go ahead and take it right. I'll be right, I'll be right, 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 right back. I'm gonna make it quick so we can talk about this NFC championship. Yeah, go ahead and take your potty break. Y'all get with me, man. Y'all talk, talk to me. Well, my man D Bug go do his thing. Um, just to let y'all know. I'll be in um, Mobile, Alabama next week, um, covering some of the Senior Bowl. Bring the the man to man pod um, to you from from Mobile. Um, so you know I'll be able to have a you know some 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 young some young guys on the pod um, who has some aspirations of making it to the next level, man. So. Uh, I'm excited about that, being able to sit down with these young cats, man, and, and just kind of talk, see where they head at, just the process that they're going through, how exciting they are to be going through the process. So definitely y'all tap in next week um, as I, I'll be out there in Mobile. So, man, Gabriel, appreciate you. Appreciate the love. <clears throat> um. 
Yo, you guys ever have any funny or stupid interaction with fans on the field? Man, I remember I was in San Fran and similar to the situation with uh Stefan Diggs last game where the fan ran on the field. We had a we had a, a fan run on the field. I think it was like a Sunday night, Monday night game. Um, that's really the only crazy interaction as far as on the field. Um for me. Pull up to Birmingham. How far is um Birmingham from Mobile? Let me know. Ace Buggy. We gonna we gonna touch on that when uh when D Buck gets back. Cause that's that's wild what they did with, with Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens over there. I don't know what they got going over there in the baseball hall of fame. Hey, can't even call it the baseball hall of fame no more. You don't have bonds in it. Man, um, so you back, Barry Bonds. Time is up on the Hall of Fame ballot. Did Man, not make it. Um, Big Poppy did. Um, you know, Barry Bonds was accused of using performance enhancements. Accused, accused. Never felt um, a test. Never felt a test. Um, he was, I forgot, I forgot the rundown, but made the all-star team 10, I was just say 10 plus some, I think it was like 14. Um, he had, you know, if you can run, you can go down the list of the accolades that he had, you know, it was, it was crazy. Like, how do you feel about Barry Bonds, um, not making the Hall of Fame? With it's, the allegation, it's, it's the writers having it's the writers having too much problem, uh, too much power, and um, and we and Barry Bonds wasn't the nicest to the media and the writers and shit like that. And I feel like just like we had, you know, Terrell Owens made it obviously, but him not being a first ballot Hall of Famer is damn near just as egregious as Barry Bonds not getting in. Uh, it, it's crazy, man. Jeter, him not being unanimous. You had one voter who didn't vote him in. Like, these cats hey. got too much power, man. They be petty. Uh, but Barry Bonds not getting in, that's, that's wild. Clemens. Um, yeah. And I, I, hey, that, that juice in there, and everybody was juicing. Everybody was juicing. Yeah, that's the that time. Everybody was getting it in. Like, it was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to do my thing. I just hope I don't get caught. Like, Hey, check it. As a child that grew up in that era, I want to thank them because that was the. I remember actually going home and watching baseball games. That's like, bro, McGuire, Sosa, Bonds, um, like the boy every night. <laughs> yard, yard, yard. And, and, hey. and, and I think that's everybody. Like, I didn't, you know, I can care less about, you know, <laughs> what I can care less about whatever. I just want to turn on the game for about five to 10 minutes because that's all I was going to give you. And I just want to see somebody yeah. go yard. You know what I mean? Um, and again, Yo. this is something that we we I kind of said um a while back when it comes to like this Hall of Fame style voting, um, or like it could be pro well, pro bowl, maybe whatever. But mm -hmm. just keep the make the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Famers, let them vote. That's fair, like, yeah. Cause you got especially when you have people. From that same era in the hall, you know what I mean? Like I see if you just say, "All right, we none of these cats in this era," but like, yeah, nah, it ain't. You know, it, it it's 
it's beyond messed up but uh i, I gotta read this stat because you mentioned big poppy going and i was in new england for you know five years in college and then two in new england so seven years so i you know was privy to a lot of ortiz's career but david ortiz on base percentage throughout his career uh 380. Barry Bonds career on base percentage if you turn all 762 of his home runs into outs would have been 384. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like let me say that one more time. David Ortiz on base percentage throughout his career was 380. If you change all of Barry Bonds 762 home runs, you change those to outs his on-base percentage would still be higher than his at 384. So, I mean. <laughs> Yo, that's that's wild. Like you like you said, Roger Clemens, you got Barry Bonds, you got Pete Rose not in. Like, it's, it's, it's wild, man. Baseball, y'all got to do better. I know history is what history is, but y'all got to rewrite this shit, man. Y'all got to be like, yo, we apologize. I know a lot of people don't like apologizing in this world. They don't like yeah. it being wrong. But in this instance, in this case, you got to come on and be like, look, like, we were salty, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? We we, we just didn't like you. But you got to let you you got to let that man in. Like, I don't think anybody respects any. It, you 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 lose credibility when your best player is not hall. is not in the hall. Like you lose credibility. Like. Like from here on out, you make the people making the hall. It's like. It's a good accomplishment, but a great accomplishment. But how can you really? No, well, I ain't gonna know. Yeah, I think I'd be happy as shit. I get that call regardless. <laughs> regardless. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to you like shit. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I caught myself. I caught myself. Very oh, yeah, wouldn't be in my, my speech. I had one of my deep button moments. I was in the moment. I was, I, I was, I was in, in the moment. moment. Nah, 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 nah. I did everything the right way. I know some guys didn't make it, but. Hey, hey I'll be happy as hell. But now nah, on some on some real man, MLB man, y'all gotta do better. Y'all gotta do better, man. That's that's a that's yeah. a travesty, man. I do remember this too. GI Joe three was Barry got intentionally walked with the bases loaded, man. But um, hey, before we uh, get out of here, we gotta get to this last game too. Yeah, yeah, sir. <clears throat> we going in this man you know the Niners have won six in a row in this game yeah uh, I'm they can buy I'm tickets little, now I'm a little nervous to go with the Niners because they because they you know I think going with them they with them they and they've been winning oh, cool. I've been betting on them to cover um have I been, I think I had them I had them beating the, the the Cowboys but I had them losing to the Packers but I had them covering uh definitely got him covering this week. Uh I thought you were frozen. Definitely got him covering this week. But I think uh it's hard to beat a team three times in a row in the same season. Yeah, but when you and got a team's number, good. you got a team's number. That and that's how I'm I going to Niners though. You know I'm going that's Jimmy G. Not a game. Jimmy G in the clutch, he gets it done. It might be ugly for three and a half quarters, but game on the line. And that's the quarterback that you want. <laughs> You know it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly for three and a half quarters. Cause look I, at all I, these I, other quarterbacks. Look at look look at these other quarterbacks. Point, up to this point, I was like, "Yo, G, D butt as my GM." Check but, it. Aaron Rodgers. It's gonna look. It can look however it want to look. 
when it when it's time to get it done nah. last week nfc championship not last year his defense had three picks he couldn't get it done down the stretch so and, i think know, i i think i'm gonna go with the dogs as well i think I'm, I'm going with Cincy. i'm staying on that train and then um that's plus 900. i think i'm a um i think i'm gonna go with san fran man um they have the the formula of, of winning and i i said it we said it if you can run the ball and you can play defense you have a great shot of making a dance man and that's what they do that's man they, they, they're able to run the ball that defense is is playing well right now um i i jimmy g man <laughs> hey i i i feel you i feel you look at the stats you look at the QBR. I'm not, even, you look I'm not even looking at the stats. I'm not even looking at the stats. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at the game. Like oh, well, just just watch the just watch the fourth quarter. Like when it when they just watch. <laughs> gotta have it. That's what you watch. And I think honestly, and I know it's not Shanahan's offense. He's run. He's motion. He shift. He's all this stuff. But Garoppolo is at his best in a hurry up in a tempo. I get my guys lined up. I signal. You know, and we know as a defense, we got to get lined up too. We got to get our shit's calls get simpler. That's when he's at his best, and he gonna make those couple plays, boneheaded throws. Mm. But if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be on point in the clutch, I could live with that. You know what I mean? Because a lot of quarterbacks out here are gonna make a lot of boneheaded plays, but they turn it up when the stakes are the highest. So um, I ride with Jimmy G, man. Tom Brady, his first Super Bowl, he went one touchdown, one pick. And won the Super Bowl MVP. So, Jimmy, it, it starts now, my brother. Man, it's this is a tough one for me, man. Cause I, I and that defense too. The D, the, and that's, I mean, all this Jimmy G talk. I mean, he, he, you know, the 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 wins and losses. His record is good, but when we talk about, you know, you know, the the defense been 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 carrying. I would say this. The defense and Debo's been carrying that mob, yo, and Kittle. All right. Well, I'll be posting another two-minute drive from week 14 when they matched up with the Cincinnati Bengals when they needed a two-minute drive in OT to win it. Uh, and, and Burrow was special that game, too. God damn. He's been but, special um, all season, bro. Don't disrespect Yes, yes. Yeah, he's yeah, been special yeah, his whole career. Special. You know, no, yeah, he's been no, special. No disrespect on bro's name. But uh speaking of defense, though, um the current record holder right now is Charles Haley with seven and a half postseason sacks for the San Francisco 49ers. He did that in 11 games. Nick Bosa is currently sitting at six and a half playoff sacks in only five playoff games. So he's one sack away from tying the all-time record. I think he'll get it. And I think that defense will continue to do their job. That's old Jimmy. But uh, it's going to be exciting, man. It should be a good, great weekend of football. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It's crazy. We have so much. I was watching some basketball for the first time the other night. But that's not even on my radar right now. Yeah. To this, uh, to the season's over with. Um, man. Sunday, man. Y'all be locked in. Tune in. You know, like you said, championship weekend. Um, I think we'll have some great games. Great games, so don't don't miss it. Um, great D-Bot, games. 
you know, he probably probably gonna be on Twitter on the spaces. But so, if Jimmy G go off and win this game, man, ooh, y'all gonna be tired of me. Especially since, since I had that take early since, on in the year. Since you can't, so, since you can't talk about Herbert, yeah, I mean, you go, you you got to talk about Jimmy G. So I, I get it, I get it, I definitely get it, D. But you keep um, game, you were smart. You, 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 I see everything. I see everything again, man. Next week, man, I'm gonna be in um, I'm gonna be in Mobile, Alabama, at the Senior Bowl. Um, so Monday, I may be coming to you live. Yeah, yeah, we do the show Monday. I'll be live at the at the Senior Bowl. I may. I want. I want. I wanted to be out there with you, man. But I got you know, I got blacklisted. We'll talk about it some point. It is what it is, you know. I'm down holding the line. Down. Yeah, I know. You, I know you're gonna hold it down. You're gonna more than hold it down for us. And it's crazy because it's crazy, scene, bro. Because I, I, I gave my blood, sweat, and tears to that game in Mobile, Alabama. But um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, we got. I got to check the Twitter real quick. See who used the hashtag. See if we got a questions. Um. Uh. A, B, and D, B on Man to Man Live yesterday said they had no problem with the play call, but Milano's out of position. Oh, that's just, that was a few days ago. Got one today. Does Tom Brady stink <laughs> from, from the keeper? <laughs> you got to get that hate out your heart. I'm trying to tell you, man. You got to get it out your heart. Oh, man. Um, you got we do? I'm asking I'm how wild would it be if we had potentially three first ballot quarterbacks in the same induction class? Who would those three quarterbacks be? Is it Drew? Arky? Yeah, who because because Breeze retired last year, right? Last or this is his first year. Yeah, he retired last year. Big Ben. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which three you're talking about, Arky, but um do we have a mailbag before we get up and before we get it to the mailbag. Let the um, people know about your drop, man. I don't think um oh, where yeah, they can find it. Hey, um, that was some dope shit. Commercial was fire too. And yeah, nah, I appreciate it. Oh um, my guys out there in Jersey. Um, yeah, man, the betting yourself, man. We dropped last night at six p.m. Um, you can uh definitely go get that. And I'm trying to uh, uh. Antoine Bethea at Shopify.com. You can go grab that bet on yourself. Um, that merch. We got hats, we got hoodies, we got um, we got dicky coats um as well. So, you know, as this new year, um, as we bring this new year in, this is the year. If you don't, if you didn't do it last year, do it this year, man. Um, if you don't bet on yourself, who will, man? So betting yourself collection by yours truly A B Antoine yes, Bethea at Shopify.com, man. Um, y'all can go to my my um IG a but they 41 um you can see some of the stuff up there as well so y'all tap in with your boy tap in I don't see um y'all see mail back yeah we don't got no mail back today okay okay John okay, Jay okay. said he sent the video um but we probably just have to wait till Monday John Jay yeah we got you we got you on Monday Jonathan <laughs> can't wait to hear your next question yeah, boy, John Jay, <laughs> sitting tall, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, ready, man. Hey, All right, man. Great at public speaking, man. Like, 
motivating the people, man. What's the thoughts on building around Eberflus? Can he lead the team and not just the defense for the Bears? Man, look at here. As a head coach, man, for all my head coaches out there, to win a team over, you don't have to be a player's coach, right? You can come in and you can be who you are. But you need to be able to listen to your players. Your players got to feel comfortable with coming to you and expressing their concerns, whether it's good or bad, right? Every mm -hmm. head coach at the beginning of the year stands on the, in front of the team and say, hey, we're a family. We got we to do this together. You know what I mean? So players hear this. You're talking to grown men right now. So if players come to you with a, with a situation or something that they feel as though isn't right, with the team, you gotta you gotta take your players into consideration. You gotta take them into consideration, and then from there, just hold you, just be a man of your word. If you say you're gonna do X, do X. If you say you're gonna do Z, you're gonna do Z. If you're a man of your word, um, respect. You know the your your, your players' time. Look, guys will run through the wall for you. It's not hard. Like, it's not hard. And then from the head coach, you know, you get you some good OC, DC, special teams coach. You know what I'm saying? And you can you can start building a culture. But head coach, man, don't make it harder than what it is. Man, my boy D-Buck froze up. Time was out. But, again, man, we appreciate y'all. Um, y'all tap in. To the spaces on Sunday, um, on debut spaces, um, on Twitter on Sunday. Um, again, I'll be live next Monday. I'm in Mobile from the Senior Bowl. Um, again, man, y'all be safe this weekend. We appreciate y'all. Use that hashtag, man to man live. Um, on Twitter, on IG, whatever it is. Tell a friend and tell a friend, man. We out. Peace and love.